This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Happy Sunday, Ivy. Hey, Mom. How's it going? I gotta find the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) I love the way we're always so prepared for this. Hey, usually I am prepared, but (laughs) I I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Welcome to episode 11 of Fort Worth Famous. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. And this week we've got quite the list of topics to get through. Hopefully, Ivy can find her show notes. I got it. I got it. I okay. got it. Sorry. I got awesome. distracted by a text message I received Okay, about a baby shower during a pandemic. But- Interesting. <laughs> I want to hear about this. Um, so before we like really dive deep into our show today, we do want to touch on some topics that are in the news. Well, a topic in the news, and we want to talk about why we're not going to really deep dive into it today. So... Last night, I was able to go to a Black Lives Matters march, Black Lives Matter march, um, at the county courthouse in Fort Worth. Um, and I actually thought it was just going to be kind of a rally protest, but it ended up being a march throughout the streets of Fort Worth. And it was a very touching and moving experience and and. It was so emotional for me and such a such an important topic that Ivy and I talked about it and we feel like we should wait until we're able to have our friends come in to really talk about it with us. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for hopefully a bonus episode of Fort Worth Famous in the next couple of weeks, you know, in between this this show and our next show where we can have friends come in and we can really talk about have a good discussion yeah in the treehouse in the treehouse I'll even make food that would be awesome (laughs) so we've reached out to a couple friends we're going to reach out to a couple more and hopefully have a really good round table of people to talk about Black Lives Matter yeah because we'd like to have a good discussion where it's not just um us sitting (laughs) talking about it and yeah obviously we can give plenty of anecdotes about things that we've seen but to hear from our friends and how this really does impact their lives um and their experience and their experiences that we Mm want to make sure that we do that right so we're not uh gonna deep dive into it today but we will get that together because it is important and it needs it needs to happen and we have a platform that we can utilize for it so we'd like to do that yes and we have very good dear friends um that we want to to hear from and hear what they have to say on this subject and and so I'm thankful that we're able that we are able to do this so keep an ear out for it yeah okay so now we're gonna you know go back to kind of the lighthearted stuff that we typically do (laughs) and we're going to start with our obsessions so as you all know I am obsessed with my plant corner I love my plants 
I, they make me happy looking at them while I'm working. Um, they're set up just to the right of my desk in the corner of my, my room. And I've started killing them all. I don't know what I've done wrong. I need to figure it out. But like my palm, my big palm has, and it could just be that, you know, sometimes a a leaf or whatever will die. And and that could be what happened here. But like, um, luckily my snake plant is still doing really well. And I've got one of those trailing thingies that's doing really well. I I bought it at Grow. Um, I was given some cuttings of a spider plant that got pilfered from Lola's, a Lola show by a girlfriend of mine. And that little, my little spider plant's doing really well. But like my aloe vera, all of a sudden, it was you do- have the worst luck with those aloe vera plants. Well, it had you been do doing fine, and then they just off themselves. It was <laughs> it was almost a year I've had this aloe vera, and it has been doing really well. And then all of the sudden, I don't know what happened. I don't think I overwatered it, but maybe I did. So I I've put that, and I got a money. It's, it's mm-hmm. called a money tree that was bought on clearance because it was root bound, and so I repotted it. Um, with my friend who knows a lot about plants, but he was like, we don't need to, to cut the roots. And I was like, I really think we do. I think that's the the problem with a root bound plant is that you need to like be vicious with cutting these roots. <laughs> Not be vicious, <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> Go anyway, in on those roots. Anyways, the whole thing turned Everybody black. Everybody at the hair salon. <laughs> <laughs> it turned black and died. And there's one other that I just, oh, I got a rosemary, another rosemary, and I thought, I'm going to try it, and no. Mom. Just, I know. So, but good news. You got the one, the one that Brian bought you for Mother's Day is dead? No. Oh. I was just going to say, but <laughs> good news, I had to go down to Ryan's house on Friday to take care of some business, and I was able to pick up my rosemary from Brian, and it is next to my front door, and I am so happy ryan's like make sure you plant that thing in the ground and i was like i'm not touching it other than to water it when i need to it's staying right in this thing it's going to be just fine for a very long time we're good right (laughs) and it's 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 really thrived for you know four years so it's good i've decided that i am solely a fake plant person now (laughs) i have managed to keep two succulents alive <laughs> two <laughs> succulents yeah like yeah no I killed an air plant for pete's sake oh like, yeah my air plants <laughs> are all doing really well there's new growth on those but i just i i, I don't know what i'm doing wrong i don't maybe my room's too warm and so that could be it i mean i are i katie and i are tried to set up my window unit in my room um from one of the back rooms um and the little side panels. Yeah. We need, I need shorter ones. Um, so I'm going to get it and then I'll get that set up and that'll help keep my room at a better temperature, hopefully. So we'll see how this all goes. But yeah. I got an email from the electricity company that was like, here's what to do this summer. So your electric bill isn't super high. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Yeah. Nice of your electric company. Yeah. They told me to utilize fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So those are actually my two obsessions was I, I got to go get my rosemary. I'm very excited about it. Ooh, the other thing too is um, I've been um, 
deep cleaning and re-sneezing, re-seasoning. <laughs> Not re-sneezing. Come on, Susan. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, I'm always a little scatterbrained. But anyway, um, re-seasoning my cast iron skillets. Mm. And I am so excited with how they're turning out. And I can't wait to start cooking with them again. <laughs> the seasoning process of the cast iron skillet grosses me out. So <laughs> it's a little rough. I just need one pre seasoned. Pre seasoned. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Mm-mm. Okay. That can't be up to me to handle. I'll freak out. <laughs> <laughs> um, my latest obsession has been um, so my Keurig that I got in college has decided it's done <laughs> and I tried to save it and I tried to like do all this stuff where you like clean it out and you reset it and you pour white vinegar in there and you mm-hmm. try to no it's just done so um I was deep in the research about what the best coffee maker will be and part of me was like just go get a drip coffee maker like a regular coffee pot mm-hmm. I really only drink it on the weekends when I'm at home. Sometimes I do remember to make it on my way to work, but then otherwise I just drink like work coffee. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, like this is important to me. <laughs> Plus I did all the math and within a few weeks of only drinking on the weekends, I would have already spent the money on the coffee maker anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, I called my dad because he has a really cool one and um, was talking to him and he was not really in the mood to talk to me that day. Um, <laughs> no, but he did send me um, like the model of his and he has an espresso. So I basically bought the exact same model as the one that he has, but I compared it to some of the other ones. And the cool thing about the Nespresso is I do prefer sometimes just a quick shot of espresso. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, no, most of the time I'll add like a little heavy cream to it and then just move on with my day. When I was Last at my dad's house, I was making Brian and I some coffee over there. And dad was like, did you do a double of espresso? Because the pods that it sells are like single espresso, double shot, regular coffee. And you can put all of those in there and it makes it like normal. It scans the barcode on the pods. Ooh. Right. That's fancy. So he's like, why why is there so much in here? Like, what do you guys make? And I was like, I made us coffee. And he was like, ugh. (laughs) He was like... I bought the espresso maker so you could just down a shot of espresso and get the same benefits, but you don't have to drink that garbage. You are such a weirdo. But that's the one I got, and the one that I got came with... No, I don't want to say came with. I'm pretty sure I paid extra for (laughs) a milk frother. Oh, cool. So now I can be real bougie with my drinks. You can, and next time I, I come here to podcast with you, it should be delivered? Should be. I mean, it said June 8th, which was the only downside. And the only reason that I continued to purchase it through Target and wait that long for it to get here is that it was $50 cheaper Mm -hmm. than normal. That's good. And it was also sold out everywhere else. So I guess I'm not the only one who has decided that the Nespresso is the way to go. The the things that are sold out is still baffling me. Well, I saw on Target... You still can't get a bicycle. I saw on Target that... um, they had said a lot of the non-essential things that they would normally have in stock are taking longer to ship because they're non-essential. Gotcha. Although Amazon tried to tell me that too and I get my Amazon stuff within two or three days still. Yeah. Like my plant wall. Yes. So cute in the treehouse. Yeah. A plant wall. With, it's so fun. With twinkle lights. 
It's really cute. Thank and the you. fact that it's Ivy just makes me happy. <laughs> I Did you think about that? I did. <laughs> when I was looking at like plant sh- like strain what are what's the word I'm thinking of? Strain, not strains, strands. Strands. Yep. Yeah. Strands of plants <laughs> to put on the wall. But I was like, I mean, I kind of have to get ivy. You kind of had to. Yeah. So it's really cute. It's fun and it makes me happy and it adds a lot of green. Yes. And so it makes it a little bit more treehousey in here. Very much more treehousey in here. But it's I got cute. everything off of Amazon. Let me tell you, I was traumatized though because the leaves arrived mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was so excited and I was like, yeah, I'm going to put this up tonight. It's going to be great. And then I opened the box and it literally smelled like poop. Oh no. Yeah. It was the worst. What was it? So I'm like spraying them with Febreze and like I'm like freaking out. And then I was like, well, I'll just leave it on the ground and let it like air out. But then the whole apartment started smelling like it. And so I started losing my mind. Mm -hmm. So I put it out on the patio for like three days. And that aired it out sufficiently? I go on Amazon to like go freak out and figure out how to return this because Uh this cannot be normal. And literally in the product description where I had not read, it said the silk and the something about the silking and silk leaves and the packaging, it's going to smell weird, put it out, like aerate it for a few days. And I was like, (laughs) why didn't I read that first? (laughs) Well, good thing that you did read it and you found out that you could, yeah. So I just left it outside on my hammock for like the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. And then I just did this yesterday. Cool. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Turns out that the um, entertainment center can hold me standing on it. So, wow! <laughs> I don't think I would have chance that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a ballsy move, but yeah, I, it's not like I was like jumping around, and I really wasn't on it very long. I right. just kind of like, but I was a little scared. I was a little scared it was gonna fall apart. Well, good job though. Nice, nice work. It looks great. You did a super good job. And I really think that's my only obsession. I keep uh, thinking about stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was an obsession. And then, like, I, then it immediately leaves my head. <laughs> so we can talk about what we've been up to for the past couple weeks. Okay. You know, just living life and doing things. Um, everybody knows that my house is in a process of, of downsizing. Katie's moving out, and I'm going to be a single gal on my own in my house. And last Sunday, she and I decided we were going to clean out our cupboards and figure out what plates, pots, pans, those kinds of things that she was going to take with her and what I was going to keep. During all of this, we had a girlfriend come over for brunch, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But in that process, Katie is still doing the kitchen and packing things up, and like I realized she took all of my mixing bowls. (laughs) All of them. Sneaky Katie. I was like, wait a second. Mm. And then when I realized it, I didn't want to say, hey, leave me some of those. I'll I'll just go get some more. (laughs) Until she hears this. Until she hears this and she goes, mom, why did you say something? Actually, the mixing bowls that she took, they were metal ones that were a gift um, when Lara was redoing her kitchen. So, um, and my favorite mixing bowls um, was a set of ceramic mixing bowls from Pottery from Barn. Pottery, from Pottery Barn? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I loved them. Where were you thinking they were from? Um, the name of the place is escaping me now. Okay. I thought they were Pottery Barn, but maybe they weren't. 
Um, so I can picture all of the kitchen stuff in this store, but I want to say it's not Pottery Barn. Anyways, continue. So, uh, um, anyways, I actually have been looking at ceramic mixing bowls. To, um, to I get saw more. something on one of the many like BuzzFeed articles mm-hmm. that I read about shopping lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Anthropology actually has some ceramic mixing bowls. That are reasonably priced. Things from anthropology seem yes. to be unreasonably priced. Reasonably priced. Okay, I mean, it was on a BuzzFeed list of like it's like three hundred dollars for a pair of jeans. Like it's ridiculous. Okay, well, I didn't say buy the clothes from anthropology, <laughs> but these are these seem. I bought to you be. a mug one time from there, and I do love it. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, so we cleaned out the covers. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> That was a lot of fun. That was a great time. It well, and then I went th- later that night and relined my shelves and cleaned things out, and um, all of my food now fits in one shelf unit, which is awesome. Yeah, I love that. But oh, one other thing was when we were doing this clean out and. Katie and I were talking, I don't know, we were talking in the living room about some stuff, and then she goes walking down the hallway, and at the same time, we're like, hey, you know what we forgot? Those exact same words, that exact same way, <laughs> at the exact same time, and we were both talking about the cupboards in the um, in the laundry room. <clears throat> we had forgotten to clean those out. So we ended up tossing a whole bunch of old food that wasn't being used when the mouse was terrorizing my home Mm -hmm. did we talk about that i don't think we have we can talk about it if you'd like i know it was pretty traumatic it was so traumatic (laughs) but Um, it's been something that we've done over the past couple weeks yeah so um i woke up one night and thought i heard something like tearing up cardboard and i couldn't like i really didn't want to face the reality that that might be a mouse but I, but when I had sent it to the group chat, everybody was like, that's a mouse. And so I sent a message to my apartment complex. They said that they were going to send pest control out to fix it. Allegedly, pest control came. But then I kept hearing it. And then this time I was hearing, like, squeaking and the noise. And then this little effer... <laughs> started going through all my food and the only reason that I like finally lost my mind because I I had kind of almost convinced myself it wasn't really happening (laughs) there couldn't really be a mouse in my apartment Mm -hmm. and then one night I heard this horrible monster sound coming from downstairs and like a crunching and like a loud crunching and I I was like Oh my gosh. Like so loud. It didn't sound like it could possibly be coming from a tiny little mouse. (laughs) Like, and I mean, maybe it echoes in here. I don't know. Anyways, I come downstairs. I'm like creeping down the stairs. I go into the kitchen. I'm terrified of what I'm going to open the pantry door and find. And <laughs> like little red beady eyes looking well, back at you. I mean, every night Fangs. when I would come down here trying to catch where the mouse was at, mm-hmm. like I was always afraid I was going to see its eyes like glinting and then I was going <laughs> to lose it. <laughs> so, um, you who love Stuart Little so much. I know. And um, Ralph S. Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but I thought about just getting a little tiny motorcycle and sticking it up there and be like, be, go, go adventure on your little motorcycle. 
Um, <laughs> no, but I opened the pantry up and this little mouse had gotten into my granola Aww. and was eating all of the granola. So then that night at like 1 a.m., I flipped out and threw everything away. Every single thing in the pantry that wasn't like in a jar got Gone. thrown away. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, so happens. yeah, no, I no, it's not supposed to happen to me. I know. Mice happen. They live in this world. Uh, I know. And I kept trying to say, think like, okay, maybe we can have an amicable agreement. Like you live your life. I'll live mine. Like I have with the spiders in my yeah, house. Yeah. But no, 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 no. Apparently their poop is very like poisonous or something mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. it's just been a whole thing. So then pest control had to come back out. You had to come over mm-hmm. so that I felt comfortable with the fact that they actually did identify where the mouse was. Yep. And then I had to come home from work and they came and they found this little thing living behind the dishwasher of all places. Yep. So then they put the bait in. Honestly, like I heard it that night and I've never heard it again. So the bait worked. So the bait worked. <laughs> the bait worked. But yeah. I also don't know how long it takes before you smell something dying. It would have been just a couple of days. Okay. So, so it probably ate the bait and went someplace else. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So it didn't die in my walls, which mm. was the only mm-hmm. other fear that I had mm-hmm. and was like. You would really smell it. Yeah. It would be like the poop, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a horrific smell. I wish that. Nobody ever had to smell that, but I wish that the warning had been just a little bit like higher up on the product description. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have like, I would have been warned, like open this out on the patio, leave it outside. Mm-hmm. It was like $10, but I was ready to return it and be like, can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's good though. Good that they're aware of their process and that it stinks. But who knew? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dang it, I should just gone to Michael's like a normal person. <laughs> And good that the mouse was identified. It's gone. And it's no longer terrorizing my home. Yes. But I still don't have groceries because I've thrown them. <laughs> I threw away everything. Literally, the only sugar I have left in my house is at my coffee station. And, like, I have nothing. I threw away pasta. I threw away everything. And I was even afraid. You gave me that bag of chips last week. Mm-hmm. And I was eating them. And then I put them in the pantry. And I was t- I was like, oh my gosh, if I go back to eat this bag of chips and there's a hole in it again, I'm going to freak. But I have been up many nights very late at night Mm -hmm. and I don't hear anything. So I know for sure the mouse is gone. Mm -hmm. I wish I could now sleep through the night. That'd be great. (laughs) But (laughs) another night when I was up until 3 a.m., I thought this is this is it. This is the end of my life as I know it. I've been having a hard time sleeping lately too. It's been it's been rough. But you know, we've got a lot of good things that are happening that, you know, we'll make it through this patch of time. You know, it can't be terrible. I wish forever. it was just stress keeping me awake. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I realized the other day It's not <clears> caffeine, <throat> so don't tell me it's caffeine. No. <laughs> Not for you. The other day I had, I had coffee. I feel like it was with you and maybe it was here. I can't remember anyways, but it was like afternoon coffee and I was just, I think it was awake Mm -hmm. until like one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, what in the heck? Why am I not sleeping? And then, and then I was like, oh, I had coffee at like three or four in the afternoon. That was my problem. (laughs) 
I should have never done that. I mean, my acupuncturist, Deb, does think that it's my stress levels. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I mean, I don't know. It is. <laughs> Just accept it for what it is. It's your stress levels. Well, then that has to stop. <laughs> it means I'm going to have to quit my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's all I've been doing over the last two weeks is working until like eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah, when we you were talking what, about maybe. like, well, what have we, what have we been doing for the last couple of weeks? You're like working, really? That's, that's all about I've been. it. Yeah, so I'm working on this huge project, mm-hmm. and it's, um, it takes a lot of my brain mm-hmm. to do the project. Most of what I do comes like, I don't know how to say it without being cocky. I'm good at my job, so I don't really have to think about what I do most of the time. Mm-hmm. This project that I'm working on right now is taking a lot of my brain plus everything else that I do. Mm-hmm. And so it is, yeah, it's very, it takes up a lot of my brain space. Like yeah. even during the day at work, I'm like, stop texting me. Don't talk to me. Like, don't send me Snapchats. I can't, <laughs> like, I can't, I have to focus on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah, you, for Allison, who sends me baby pictures, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good distraction. I cannot wait for this to be done so I can just go cuddle Kent. Yeah. He's so cute. That's awesome. That's I can't wait. I lo- I'm loving the pictures she's posting. She's not sending me anything in particular, but I'm seeing what she's posting, and I'm loving every minute of it. So cute. She <laughs> sent me one today mm-hmm. of him, and he looks a little shook. At something that's behind her. <laughs> and she's like, there's a ghost behind me. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. His eyes are like huge. That's hilarious. Amanda Tacky posted a picture of her and the baby. Summertime mm-hmm. in Fairmount. Oh. oh, it wouldn't load when I was looking at it Oh, earlier. Pepper's the cutest thing. And later. of course, Amanda Tacky's adorable too. Mm-hmm. But that baby is so freaking cute. <laughs> I'm loving these baby pics. That's great. Almost makes me want one. Almost, but nah. So last Sunday, we were able. I'm sorry. That's got to be. Oh, it's uh, Brian. I was like, yeah, that's a, weird that group, both of them went off. Group text. Um, last weekend when we were cleaning out the cupboards and stuff, we paused for a moment. Um, to cheese Ivy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, to have brunch with our our new friend Jennifer Smith. Yeah, I just adore her so much we had such a good time we did and we had food from snooze is what we finally decided on right Mm -hmm. yeah that was so good and i'm glad we had that because i've driven by that on 7th many times Mm -hmm. and thought like oh i bet that food's good but we just keep going Mm -hmm. and so it was delicious yes and and it was a good time and it was a good a good little break from reality to have yeah we should have friend brunch more often we really should and Take out um, and at the treehouse. Yes. Oh, a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> Take out at the treehouse. Um, and today, today is the last day for picking up booze and bringing it home. Other than like if you oh, go to the liquor store, there's no more. There's no that. more to go booze That's from really restaurants. Make people very sad. Yeah. Yeah, because it was very convenient to be able to pick up your food and booze at the same time, especially if you go to a place for brunch because you want to have the mimosas or you want to have the Bloody Marys or whatever it is, you could still go pick up your brunch, pick up your booze of choice, and then go enjoy it with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody's going to have to go back to the liquor store. Yeah. Well, and- Which I was at Specs the other night and that place was a 
party. So. <laughs> I've never seen the whole time I've been out. The few times I've been out, uh-huh. I've seen I saw more people at Specs than I did anywhere else. That's so funny. Well, it was you know an essential business, <laughs> 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 which cracked me up. But um, yes. So and then people were like complaining because they liked it. They from their favorite places to pick up or to drink like margaritas and stuff. They were able to pick up to go margaritas and Mexican food or whatever yeah. it was. And now they can't do it. And I was like, there's still like the, the beer barns where you can do drive through margarita pickup. Which is what all my friends were doing before. Before. You could pick it up with your food. Is They would all be like, oh, it's, what's that place called? Eskimo Hut? It's yeah. Eskimo Hut night. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they take the picture like looking at the thing because the line. I mean, the Eskimo Hut on Vickery mm-hmm. literally on Thursday night and Friday night. Mm-hmm wraps around the block yeah to to get food i mean not food booze <laughs> booze yeah it's hilarious so i have a, a one good girlfriend who she's so funny she'll go to one i can't remember what it's called i, I want to say cowboys but that doesn't sound right cowboys beer barn but, but that could be it but she, she'll <laughs> she'll drive through and she'll be like oh man this is so needed after work and then like a couple hours later she's like back for more oh my gosh <laughs> And she she gets like the half gallon jugs. I'm like, why didn't you just, just get, get a the whole, whole gallon? Jug? Yeah, I get the whole gallon. Ashley was just telling me about this new place. Um, also on Vickery, it's by Holocron. Have you seen that like nerd toy store? Um, so there's like this big, huge. It has like a Death Star in front of it, like literally, <laughs> like like the Bucky's Beaver, except it's a Death Star because it's a toy store. Yeah, oh, nice. and, but it's called Holocron, and it's written in like the Star Wars font. It's on Vickery, I think and I like, have seen yeah, it. I have seen it. Yes. Um. Anyways, right next door to that place is a new margarita place. Mm-hmm. But Ashley was telling because I was like, tequila's gross, like, mm-hmm. gross, and and she said that it's a wine based margarita place. Yeah, mm. she was reading about it, and apparently they flavor the wine. Almost like a sangria? Kind of. And then you can have one that tastes like tequila, but the reason that you can get it to go is because it's wine. Right. Interesting. Not actually tequila or rum or... That's I don't. The only margaritas I've ever seen have tequila in them, yeah. so I don't know what you would get with... But anyways, I was like, that's very interesting. So last night, after I went to the march, um, I went to the chat room pub, and... For a drink. Well, we call the chat room a pub? It's what's what it's called, the chat room pub. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, um, drove by Mass first, because that's my bar of choice, um, and they were not open. And it was, yesterday was Saturday, right? And it was like, s- 8 o'clock maybe? I was trying to, 7.30-ish? I don't know. It wasn't very late. And I, so I was bummed. I'm, and I'm not sure. There's been a couple times I've driven by Mass thinking it would be open, and it wasn't. Hmm. I went kind of the first night they were open and had a drink. I was dropping off something to Emily. And there was nobody else in there except for me and Emily and Kara hmm. Cassidy and the owners and stuff. Um, getting ready for Sam Anderson to come in and do his music thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyways, it was, that was a bummer. But back to the chat room. Um, my friend, good friend, Tony Green. Yeah. Uh, was there and um, sitting with other good friend Jay Wilkinson, who's been living in New York City, but moved. He came back just before New York City shut down 
and has stayed here. And he's like, I think I'm just going to move back. He's like, I wasn't established enough in New York City to, to go start again. To go start again. Yeah. He's like, I think I'm going to stay here, which made me happy. Um, but I noticed they were drinking something that looked delicious and refreshing, and it was kind of warm last delicious night. refreshing. <laughs> I said, what you drinking over there? And he said, a Paloma. And I said, oh, my gosh, I've never heard of a Paloma before, except I was watching Amy Schumer Learns to Cook <laughs> because Ivy told me about it. Because Dad told me about right. it. <laughs> and so thank you, Michael. And um, they were doing um, like taco night. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, and she does a signature drink or she does a drink. They Ooh, do a like drink. Sandra Lee. Yeah. They do a drink with every mm-hmm. cooking episode and, or, or night. Cause I can't figure out how these episodes go. I don't, it, it, it I couldn't, <laughs> let me get this out. Um, it seems like they're doing more than one episode in a show. Like they'll have, Oh, Taco night They're and not movie changing night. Their clothes. <laughs> well, they were changing their clothes. I don't know. I'm confused <laughs> about the whole thing. But okay, regardless. <laughs> taco night, their drink of choice was the Paloma. Which is? Which is tequila, grapefruit juice, some soda water of some sort, maybe uh, some lime. It's all salted rim. And it was their signature drink at their wedding. And I was like, first off, I need to have a signature drink at my wedding if I ever get married again. Uh, <laughs> Secondly, this sounds delicious. So when Caesar came back out to our table, I was like, can I get a Tony Green Paloma? And he was like, yeah, because Tony was like, I'm, I have them make it a little differently. Because if you guys don't know, he's a bartender. He's a, um, he's a really a cocktail specialist. And mm-hmm. he's bar managed and restaurant managed for a very long time. So he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he likes. So I had them make that drink for me and it was delicious. And I am not a tequila fan. I didn't know it had tequila in it until I drank. (laughs) (laughs) You watched the episode though. I I totally forgot. Tony Green doesn't put tequila in his. Surely. (laughs) Out of my head. But it was really funny because Jay and and Tony were saying, you know, people who don't like grapefruit juice, they're, they're just weird. And I was like, yeah, people who don't like grapefruit cheese and people who don't like blood orange. Like, how do you not like a blood orange? I love blood orange. Yeah, me too. And I, some of the best drinks I had in Sicily were blood orange based drinks. Well, they're uh, so freaking good. Yeah. And like Dustin and, and Tony and Jay were all talking about how blood orange is like, and ruby red grapefruits, they're like kind of signature fruits of Texas. Like ruby red mm. grapefruit was made here like it was cross-pollinated with something I don't know what so but I know blood oranges also from Sicily because when your dad came back from Sicily he was like this is the best thing ever and all we could do was find blood orange San Pellegrino (laughs) (laughs) which is good (laughs) yeah but it 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 was one of his favorites so uh, and as we found it more and more available I just you know now we can get it at the grocery store and eat blood oranges all we want which is fantastic the juice is I real good from trader joe's yeah the blood orange sparkling juice at trader joe's okay i'm gonna have to check it out drink it thank me later okie dokie will do <laughs> so thursday night i went to pouring glory um my, i saw that post at like seven my friend anna um who's real big um real big supporter of local music especially women in in local music um, and has been doing some freelance work for the Fort Worth Weekly. She messaged me and I think it was like 
Wednesday night and was like, hey, if you're feeling up to it, our good friend Mandy Hand from Big Heaven is going to be playing a set um, at Pouring Glory. It's a new thing that they're doing um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They were having it from 530 to 730 this weekend, but they think moving forward they're going to move it to a little bit later in the day because it was scorching hot outside. (laughs) Um, Not everybody loves that. No, not everybody loves that. No. So um, it was a lot of fun. We had a really good time. I've heard rave reviews about the food from Pouring Glory. So oop. Oh. Now who did it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Michael Scott moment. Um, so it was a really good time. I got the kimchi fries, tried a couple different beers. <laughs> I bought the sour pickle. I bought, first off, we had this like blackberry currant. Um, oh yeah, I saw your post about that. Yeah, it wasn't a sour, but it was really it was a really good, 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 good beer. And then there's no such thing. The bar manager <laughs> was like, "Hey, I'd like for you guys to try this other one. It's not even on our menu yet, and it was a passion fruit sour, and it was very okay, good. I could see that probably tasting good. Yeah, it was real good. And then I was like. Well, let me stick with this kind of sour thing I'm on. And I got the sour pickle beer from Martin House. It Why? Was, it was a huge mistake. I, I mean, don't under, I mean, look, I love pickles as much as the next girl, <laughs> but I cannot, I can't even process the flavor of a pickle and a beer together. So the regular pickle beer, I actually really like, but this Ugh. sour one, I did not like. And I mean, you know, yell at me all you want. All you beer aficionados who love that sour pickle beer. And it could be because of what I was drinking previously and stuff. Maybe I needed. Isn't there like a pickle museum or something popping up? Yeah, Best Made is a pickle emporium, which is a museum and and gift shop. Yes. (laughs) And it should be opening up, I think they said sometime in July. Katie's going to be so happy. Yeah, it's going to be good. I've never seen anybody pack away those like giant ballpark pickles like uh-huh. katie can <laughs> they're so good and i mean she's the cutest when she's eating them with little chubby cheeks i know and don't say that she's face. gonna get I mad know. at us i know i can't help it though because she's just so cute and she's so happy with it, it she really is so she's gonna i have, asked her if she could have if i could have a bite one time and you would have thought i had asked her to cut off her right arm well <laughs> if i remember correctly one ivy lynn anderson <laughs> The other day, I thought said, you were going to don't touch my pickle. And I was like, I wouldn't without asking you first. I thought you were just going to take it. And I, that's completely different than having a bite. Anywho. Um, and would not have been past you to do, by the way. It's true. <laughs> and I didn't realize up until maybe six months ago that Best Made Pickles were made here, that they're a Fort Worth local oh, yeah, thing. That. And they're real good. The ones from... Um, Twisted Root Burgers mm-hmm. are real good. The, yeah. They have the big, huge barrels of them. Yep. So, and I'm learning. My cousin just downed some pickle juice when we were there. Nice. She just would be like, can you get me some more pickle juice? <laughs> She's like, two. Um, you know, pickle juice, like, as a as a shot back, you a know, chaser. like, a chaser <laughs> is a thing. Yeah. I a did, huge thing. I, and, and. The other day when I went to mass and I had um, my sweet friend asked me, you know, she was like, can I buy you a shot of whiskey? And they were like, what, what do you want as a chaser? And I was like, oh, gosh, I don't even know. And then Emily was like, why don't you do pickle juice with a whiskey? What? And I was like, 
I was a little scared. So I didn't do it. I did something else, Coke, Coca-Cola or something. Well, that sounds like a cheap out. It was. So, but she brought me both just in case if I wanted to feel real adventurous and try this pickle juice chaser, but I didn't. But Tony Green and I were talking last night about how much we love pickles, but he likes a quick pickle. So it's not, you know how like when you buy pickles, they're like pickled, like they're, it's green. But when you go to someplace like Twisted Root or whatever, it's still pickled, but you can still see that it's a cucumber, you know? Oh yeah. I was making those a lot with my Hello Fresh meal. <laughs> yeah. So a quick pickle, he's like a huge fan of the quick pickle. Because you still taste the cucumber, but you also taste the pickling, whatever the pickling is that you're doing. And um, I was like, I really want to try that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my hand at making pickles. Mm. I think it'll be fun. I think that'll be an interesting venture for you. I think so, too. It'll be great. And then Friday night. Friday night, originally, I was going to go to my girlfriend's for dinner and dessert. And I was very much looking forward to it. And I got derailed, I think on Thursday morning, I got a message saying, hey, there's someone who's really interested in buying your camper trailer, but they've got a lot of questions and they would really like for stuff to happen on Friday, if you can. I thought about it. I talked to a couple different people about selling my camper trailer and giving up that dream um, for a little while at least. And the fact that I could probably get about 1500 bucks for it would be helpful. It would be great. So I decided that I was going to go with that. But it required me driving down to Keene and stuff. And I knew I wasn't going to make it back in time for this dinner. So I messaged the girls and I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it for this dinner. I'm super sorry. Like a Thursday morning as soon as I figured it out. And then Friday morning... As I'm working, I get a message from Jeffrey Lord (laughs) and he said in our group chat and he was like, hey, everybody, me and Diane and the kids are going camping down at Lake Granbury, which I think is maybe I'm saying the name of the lake wrong, but I think that's the name of the lake. I know it's a town. (laughs) It is the the lake in Granbury as well. (laughs) Okay. Um, He's like going to De Cordova Bend Park. And it's just kind of open camping. There's grills. There's picnic tables. There's, you know, if you want to come, you know, I get off work at 5. I'm hoping to leave around 6 so that I can be there at 7. So we've still got a couple hours of daylight and we can get set up and cook and do all this stuff. So I texted Katie and I was like, hey, can you come home so that I can go do this thing? Like, will you come home and be with Teddy? And she was like, yeah, actually, I I can. So I was like, sweet. So I messaged Jeff and I was like, hey, I'm going to be able to do it. And um, so Friday after going down to Keene and stuff, I was able to go camping. And um, I figured out that my easy up tent, it's Coleman easy up tent, um, is not so easy when you haven't done it in a year or mm-hmm. two. <laughs> so but I quickly figured it out, got my easy up tent up queen size air mattress in there super comfy as out a little bit after it was like probably one o'clock in the morning but the park was actually super crowded and I was oh I believe that yeah I was very nervous about it but the way that the campsites and stuff are set up like it was just us 
And then across the way, there were some more people. And down here, there were some more people. They were close enough, but not so close that I felt like I that they this, were getting into too much of my space. I saw this, or no, I heard it on the radio. They mm-hmm. were talking about the number of, um, or the uptake in people who go camping, who have gotten RVs so that they can drive around, around, and then the drive-in theater. Mm-hmm. All of these like classic mm-hmm. family things that people did do that now we don't do as much. Mm-hmm. People are really doing that a lot more. Yeah. And th- there was a couple things I realized that I wanted to get. Um, I love my Easy Up tent uh, a lot. I might want to get another one that's a little more open. Um, it was, it, it did actually get very cold on mm. Friday night, but. Um, last year, like in October, um, we went down to Junction to go take pictures of the Milky Way when we stayed in a state park there and it was hot and it was stifling in my tent. But I found that Jeff has a fan, like a big fan, like 12 by 12, like 12 inch diameter. (laughs) Oh boy. I'll get it right. Like, like maybe a 12 inch diameter fan that's either electric operated or battery operated so if you're camping in a spot that's um remote and there's no electricity you can use your batteries and have this fan blowing on you but if you're at one that's got electric and water you can you know just plug it in and you have this fan and i was like oh i want one of those i want one of those good grief susan um i did get a i went to academy sports and they've got the knockoff brand of Yeti stuff. And I got a Magellan mug. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it's a classic, not classic. It's a all-in-one. Like, I can eat soup out of it. I can make chili and put it in there. I can eat a salad out of it. It keeps cold things cold, hot things hot. <laughs> Is it large enough to have a salad inside Probably of it? Probably not. Okay. I was just, you know, being overly dramatic. Oh. So, but, so... F- Friday night, I was using my mug, and I got a glass and, and or a tumbler and straws, too. Like, not a tumbler. What is this thing called? It's a big travel water thing. <laughs> anyway. I think you could still call it a tumbler. Okay. The big one. Um, and then, uh, so I was having water in this, and then um, whiskey and Coke in my mug. And then Saturday morning... Jeff got up and made coffee in the percolator, and then I put coffee and whiskey in my mug. <laughs> it was, it was great. It was a good time. And they made bacon and eggs. I brought yogurt, but um, they were like, "You can eat some of our bacon and eggs." And I was made a little tortilla. It was, it was a good time. And then cleaned up and started heading home. Was home around two, nice. maybe three, no two, because I was home in time to watch the the rocket launch, which was. Super exciting. I cried. I cheered. I laughed. I was so excited. I didn't watch it. Number one, I didn't know it was happening. Mm-hmm. Number two, I saw a tweet that said, I really hope I don't watch a rocket explode in the next couple of minutes. And then I was like, can't. Yeah. Because let me not witness something like that. So. Yeah. Uh, Everything went off without a hitch. I saw. Well, I did. I did see the recaps. It was so interesting because I was watching it, you know, and it takes off 
and it's up, 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 up. And then it looks like it starts to go sideways. But they were also showing the perspective from the rocket or the capsule, you know, and it's still going straight up. Yeah. But because of refraction and all that kind of stuff, it was, it looked like it basically, I was all, why is it going sideways? Also, the earth is curved. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, oh, it boy, was, mom. But it was very exciting. Very, I, I, I heard Kelly Clarkson. I, I heard her. I wasn't watching the TV at that time, but I heard her singing the national anthem and I got like choked up and I'm not one of those people that's real like rah, rah America. But hearing her do this and, the, you know, it's the first time in a decade that the United States was sending people into space from the United States. We sent them from Russia and some other places, but no, not nothing has taken off from Cape Canaveral or anywhere. Oh, that's why it was so important. That's why it was such a big deal. And it was the first one that was done by a private company. So SpaceX, Elon Musk, the Tesla guy, his oh. company, that's his rocket. And... Typically, when the stage one booster rocket comes down, it just, you know, it parachutes into the ocean or whatever, and they salvage it out. This dude. He's very smart. Very smart. They landed it on a ship. Bink. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I was like, whoever did that was a gamer, you know? And like, uh, <laughs> a gamer. It was like, boom. So it was really interesting. Because they they have determined that they're able to learn a lot from the, you know, stage one and stage two rockets coming back into Earth's orbit, you know, about how the thermodynamics and all that kind of stuff. So it's good to have it back to be able to do that research on it. So pretty cool. And those guys, it was a 19-hour trip to, to the International Space Station. So, I mean, they should be there already. And I just, I haven't watched any news today, so I didn't see anything. But, hmm. Yeah, it was very exciting. And what else have you been watching on TV? I've mostly been watching, well, I watch a lot of Real Housewives. Yep. Um, I need to go back and watch because now I'm intrigued. So I don't really watch Real Housewives of New York, mm-hmm. except that everybody is talking about some kind of blow up that Leah had. Yeah. And I, I have to watch it now. Oh, yeah. It's epic. It really That's is. That's what everybody's saying. Everybody's like, this blow up that Leah has. And so I saw somewhere it's, it was it's, like. It's not even, it's not a blow up. She is is nervous about taking this trip with the girls and she gets too drunk. Oh. And she loses her mind. It's really, it's it was hard to watch. Well, because she has such an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. So it's always like. That's why I have a hard time watching that show because she knows she has an alcohol problem and she keeps getting wasted with these girls. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is. And yeah. And they're like, and she's not an alcoholic, but she might just be an alcoholic. <laughs> but um, Emerson was saying it was like a, he related it to something that happened on Real Housewives of Dallas, which I didn't really watch very much, but it was some kind of also very crazy exit of a situation mm-hmm. hmm. i think i have to go back and see what emerson tweeted so i can see yeah what he's talking but he about. was like because i did watch the housewives of dallas this is just wild yeah and so it I was, was like, Bran- oh. brandy and stephanie have some epic drunk 
things happen on Housewives of Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there's somebody like, not Luann, but her name's something like that on Dallas. I don't even think she's Leanne on the show. Leanne Walken? That's her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's crazy. Yeah. He he's likened it to something that she did. Ooh. So I was like. <laughs> I don't uh, think I would have done that. But. Leah, it was actually really sad watching it. And, you know, I think that people just need to figure out, like, what their alcohol tolerance level is. And if it's, I can't drink because I'm going to go wackadoodle, then it's, I can't drink because I'm going to go wackadoodle. If it's, you know, like Luann on New York, now she's off probation and stuff. She can have a drink. And so far, she's done well. She's had a drink or two. She doesn't go off the deep end. (laughs) So far. Yeah. No, and then I've been... um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has actually been making me real mad, but I'm sucked in every week. Mm-hmm. This whole like Kyle's the victim thing mm-hmm. is making me crazy mm-hmm. and also makes me like wonder how much of the situation with Lisa Vanderpump was really Kyle. Mm-hmm. And then, but I was listening to Emerson talk about. Lisa Vanderpump, and he was talking about how Brandy isn't a bigger part of this season because Bravo knows that Lisa said she will never come back if they let Brandy be on the show again. Oh, so wow! And they're probably she's hoping she's got come back. some kind of like. Mm-hmm. I hate the phrase "trump card" because I hate that phrase, but mm-hmm. like some kind of card like that where she's like, "If you do this, I will not come back to Beverly Hills." Mm-hmm. And I'm like gosh but um but I I I don't like what Kyle's doing to everybody I don't like that she's acting like they're all doing something horrible to her when she's really the one who's saying horrible things about all of them Mm -hmm. and the part that really irritated me and it's it's because I just love Erica so much Mm -hmm. but when Erica was like you said I don't have any friends and Kyle was like well it was because everybody was attacking me not any kind of apology for right. saying you don't have friends right. or I'm your friend or anything. She just yeah. said, well, it's because everybody was attacking me and like rolling her eyes. And I was mm-hmm. like, this conversation. And then for Teddy to finally speak up about something regarding the situation and for Teddy to just be like, Dorit, you just don't like me. Don't make this about Kyle. I was like, oh, brother. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of... I don't know. I, I'm kind of excited to watch Denise lose it next week and yeah. be like finally done with the whole situation. I think the girls have kind of pushed her on it further than they really should have. Mm-hmm. They're kind of making a bigger, but I think that also Denise made a bigger deal out of it. Yeah. Look, I got kicked out of the living room many times when conversations were about to happen that I wasn't allowed to listen to. Right. All the time. Yeah. And if I would try to sneak back downstairs to get like a drink or something, I would get booted right back up the stairs. Yeah. So like, you can have conversations with your adult friends or family and still have the kids around like that. Yeah. I don't know. And Sammy, um, maybe she said more that they just didn't show. Right. But she didn't seem upset about it. And so no. I don't know why she's kind of like 
using the kids as a weapon in the whole situation. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's a, the whole thing's kind of confusing me. And every week I keep feeling like I need to go back and watch that episode again so that I can understand it. And then I think well, maybe if I just watch the next episode, I'll get it a little bit more. And I'm not getting it. And it's just kind of irritating me. <laughs> but the one that I am enjoying is Vanderpump Rules. And I am really sad that we are. I'm both sad and excited that we are at the reunion Last week's episode of the secrets, you know, secrets revealed the footage that we you don't get to see. Mm-hmm. I thought was a lot of fun, and I was, it wasn't long enough for me. I wish that was a couple of hours long or something because it was a lot of fun to watch. So they had everybody doing Zoom meetings mm-hmm. that they were recording, and it was cute because they had like Jacks call Lisa or Lisa call Stassi or Stassi and Sheena, and Stassi and Sheena was the one I think was the most fun for me because. They always show them kind of at odds on the show or just not super friendly with each other. Friendly, but not good friends. And then you saw on this Secrets show that they actually are pretty dang good friends. Yeah. Uh, But that's not the narrative that the show wants you to see. So they were very happy to get to show that to people together, which I thought was really cute. And then Stassi tweeted and she's like, I'm here for the Stina, the Stina, the Sheena and Stassi show. Jeepers, Susan. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think it's going to be very interesting. The Zoom reunions so far have been so crazy. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's so many more people involved on Vanderpump than there are other Bravo shows. I feel like I need a bigger TV. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> and like, and they just go in on each other. Like, and I can't, I mean, I imagine that if I was on a show and I thought the whole time this was happening and then it turned out that this other thing was happening, mm-hmm. once I watched it all back, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, so now I've got some stuff to say. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think it'll be very interesting to see. And I, I know when they do the teasers, they pull a lot of things out of context. So yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah. I've been watching the reun- the old reunion shows. Yeah. Because I got tired of watching Tom and Katie go at each other and maybe we're going to get married and maybe we're not going to get married. And Katie's, Tequila Katie's on a rampage. And um, and also Stassi was mean when she came back from New York. She and was I real forgot. mean. Mm-hmm. I forgot she was kind of a horrible person when she left. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot that she was kind of terrible when she came back. Yeah. Because the last couple seasons, they've all been okay for the most part. Yeah. Their biggest issue is like James Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but it, it's so it's kind of so I just skipped right through the, the end of it. I watched the um, combined Bachelor Bachelorette party in New Orleans again. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> so I just skipped straight to the reunion show and I was watching the reunion. Mm-hmm. But I was watching them like just be vicious to Lala and it's hard to watch because yeah. this poor girl's just living her life yeah and you're jealous of her life is the problem yeah you're jealous yeah you're and, and now that and now you know who Randall is how can you go like how can you see these things that you were saying to her and be like this is my best friend and we're going on the private jet with her uh, I hope <laughs> and it seems like they've probably had private conversations where, well, yeah, where sure. they've been able to mend things because they really were unfair and unkind and mean. And now they see that she's just kind of a badass. 
Yeah, well, it was legit. <laughs> she really But is. it also is weird to go back and watch it and see where she was still drinking mm-hmm. and see how different she acts because she's drinking. Oh, yeah. And then, like, her, she's, like, yelling at James at one point because James was like, I don't want to drink. Like, I'm just not going to. I make bad decisions. And Lala was like, you used to be more fun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, do the ter- turntables turn for this conversation <laughs> because. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a good one. I enjoy Vanderpump Rules. I remember when it was coming on and I was like, eh, I don't know how this is going to be, especially because Sheena was going to be on it. And oh, yeah. she you were still upset with her about Brandy. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to watch a show with this girl on it. Oh, my gosh. Well, in the reunion show that I was watching the other night, mm-hmm. um, Sheena did say um, she hadn't talked about the divorce with Shay because she didn't want anybody to say that that was her karma because Brandy told her mm-hmm. that was going to be your karma. Mm-hmm. And so then they showed the clip of Brandy saying it to her at, um, yeah, at sir. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is crazy. I do feel really bad for Sheena. She just, she just, she can't just catch wants a, somebody she, to love her. Yeah. She can't catch a break in the she love. She loves love, yeah. them. And, and she, it's like a, much as I dislike Brett, but he kind of hit the nail on the head. Or was it Jack? Somebody said it that she, she, you go on a date with her. She thinks she's in love with you. So she starts buying you all these gifts, thinking that that's going to make you fall in love with her when. Oh, yeah. I think that was Jack's. When, you know, that's not the case at all. And it's a bummer that her own. And, and I'm sure a lot of this is the way that the show makes it look, but like, you know. Your your self-worth should be a little bit more than that. It's weird now to look back on the footage of Sheena and think, like, how much of this is what really happened and how much of this is what they put together on the show mm-hmm. and that she then, like, had to respond to all the time mm-hmm. because that wasn't, that wasn't what happened, but yeah. that was what that editor wanted everybody to think happened. Yeah. So weird. It's weird. I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on it. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm super excited for the reunion show. I am like mildly interested in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Really, I just live for these Erica and Mr. Girardi moments. Yes, they're, just they're so the best. Cute. Yeah, they're, they are so adorable. And like when she was like, these are my friends. I was like, this is so cute. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I live for them. I'm over Kyle. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of here for Dorit, like making Kyle own her shit, though. Yeah. So. For sure. It's it's a good time. And honestly, I, I kind of miss Atlanta. <laughs> Those crazy behinds. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that would bring like Phaedra back. I think it would be hilarious to bring Phaedra back because uh-huh. look, Phaedra Parks. Uh huh. Phaedra Parks was laying down some truths that people didn't want to hear. Yep. And I would like to see her do that to Kenya more. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. So I've been watching um my show, of course. I, I blew through um, Call the Midwife. Hopefully another season will drop on Netflix soon. Um, on Friday, 13 Reasons Why Season 4 drops. And ooh. I'm ashamed to say I'm going to binge watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched, I found one that was like, you know, in the top 10, you know. It was called Sweet Magnolias, maybe. Anyways, oh. it's just one season. It's real cute little show. I've seen like it's got a lot here of- and there it's popping up. It's got a lot of people on it that you'll know and recognize. And it's just, you know, these three best friends and they live in this small town called Serenity and it's about their, their lives. And it's a, it's kind of an easy watch. And after all of the emotion I've, I've, 
it's one season, like maybe 10 episodes. And I'm like already like midway through episode five. Like, and I started it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was, it's good. Um, but I'm just kind of watching different. different I started, stuff. um, I'm supposed to start watching, um, what I just told you what it was called. Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad asked me to watch that show. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll love it. I remember when Jocelyn was watching it and I would walk in at like the weirdest times and she told me it's not a show like she would watch like Supernatural Mm -hmm. and you can hop in on Supernatural and figure out what's going on and kind of each episode is its own thing. But Umbrella Academy is apparently not that way. You have to start at the beginning and you have to watch the whole thing through. Okay. So um, I need to start that because the next season drops next month and mm-hmm. dad's always asking me if I've watched it and like what did I think about it and I just I haven't watched it yet mm-hmm. so I'm like well in the in my free time yeah but then um because I am having a hard time with like wrapping my brain around anything these days I started mm-hmm. a puzzle and then I also started rereading the assassination of Marilyn Monroe <laughs> my favorite conspiracy <laughs> theory I love it that's one. did I tell you that I changed my hinge profile to say yes. what's your favorite cons- okay. I'm, and I'm getting hit with some wild conspiracy <laughs> theories which I'm here for tell them to me I love it cracks me up though the amount of people who are like the flat earth thing kind of is intriguing because we know that that's not a thing but it's intriguing to read like people who really believe this they're convinced and they are like you cannot change these people's minds. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I can't go down that rabbit hole because I already went down a crazy rabbit hole about COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going down any more conspiracy rabbit holes. That's why I'm sticking to the one that I like, the assassination of Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did not kill herself. <laughs> no, no, she did not. Um, So I was I was reading that again yesterday. <laughs> That's not a light read, no. but I it's one that I know. So yeah. I was like, I think I'll just read you this. Even though Katie and I are also rereading our way through Harry Potter. And I think I'm behind now. I was ahead and I was waiting for her to start book two. And then she started book two. And now I haven't started again. So I got to whip through that. But yep. That's also a good one for just some some lighthearted reading. Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah some, some classic Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, a way to step away from yeah. everything. With, so. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's a really good segue into Things for the Memories. Is it? Well, oh, you know, you're talking my about hinge, hinge conspiracy. I was like, <laughs> what is it? Um, no, so my my experiences have been kind of lackluster the last couple of weeks I've been talking to some people here and there mm-hmm. I just found out the guy that I was talking to has like multiple kids and so um it's that's kind of a deal breaker for me right now mm-hmm. I've already done that one time and I thought that I was I don't really want to do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> so although I mean at this point people my age are either they either have kids or they're some kind of like unicorn of a person who doesn't uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um but so I need to get over that, but he's like 36. Mm-hmm. And so he's probably has like grown kids, mm-hmm. not grown, but like they're older. Like, yeah, the 10 year old teenagers or like something. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know that I really. Yeah. When I was 36, you were 18. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, so you could have basically adults or little teeny kids. You never know with people. Right. So I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know. And. 
somebody's somebody's gonna have to prove to me that they're over their ex-wife before I mess with that again right yeah um but it is funny that because as much of a disaster that my love life is I had multiple people this week tell me I could manage their dating lives (laughs) multiple people and I was like I don't like I don't know if you guys like hear me when I'm talking (laughs) but it isn't going well over here Um, but I did, I cracked me up and I, I made a joke that I was going to start a, a dating service and you'd be a millionaire matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. And you I could, would, you could do it. I would really like weed some people out and be like, yeah, make them have a psych screen and things. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, but I did that part cracked me up. But yeah. other than that, no. And it is, <laughs> it is good because the one person she, she messaged both of us and, her, her list is kind of simple, but I'm sure if we dug into it more, it would be... See, that's the thing about anybody's list. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's list is actually a simple list. Right. I don't think so either. But everybody wants to pretend that it is a simple list. Yeah. No, it's And not. so I think that if people were just more... Like, I will... One time, Morgan and I sat on the couch and we changed our Tinder profiles to, like, the most blunt blunt like list of things I've ever put and mm-hmm. she's like let's just see what happens and I think like a lot of messages that I got were like I can appreciate that you said that like I was like if you're under six feet tall I don't really want to talk to you I'm so sorry but that's the thing if like I don't like this I don't I like doing this I don't like that like we made these crazy lists of like mm-hmm. things and I thought like we're never gonna get another match on here <laughs> because we sound like crazy people. But like I had people who were like, I can appreciate how honest you're being. And I was like, I don't understand why it takes somebody saying, This is exactly what I want mm-hmm. and for other people to appreciate that. Yeah. But I think it's because we play this game where we're like, I'm trying to be so cool and like, I joke with my friend Charity all the time, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, he's going to think I'm crazy. And she's like, well, you are crazy. <laughs> but your crazies can match, because he's probably crazy, too. And right. I, everybody is a little bit crazy. But I just think that, especially now, especially how things are, we need to cut the crap with yeah. everybody. Yeah. This is what I think, and this is what I believe, and this is what I don't think, and stop beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. If you're a devout Christian, I don't really want to talk to you because I don't want you to be trying to push Jesus on me all the time. Right. My relationship with God is my own thing. I don't like when I see these messages that are like, let's chase the Lord together. That's great for somebody else that's not me, but that's what you want. So I'm not the one for you. <laughs> and there's no reason for us to go down this like line yeah. of let's go on these awkward dates and let's do this and let's do that. And let me actually like you before you're like, so like, this is a very important thing to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my soapbox <laughs> on that. <laughs> Well, in my but, day in life, I got um, proposed to this weekend. Oh, Friday evening, yeah. Zias Lord. Wow. He. <laughs> for those of you that don't know Zias, he is seven years old and absolutely adorable. And we were at uh, the campsite, and um, we I I brought a bag of ice, and I was putting ice in my cup to make myself a drink. And he was like, um, "Can you just put this on and pretend like?" 
pretend like this is a ring. And I was, and he's like, I'm going to marry you. And I was like, perfect. (laughs) I was like, absolutely. And as he's putting it on my, my finger, it broke. And I was like, oh, so I do have a little thin band. Uh Um, And he was like, I was like, here, you can use this one. And he puts it on me and he's like, is the man that you're married to, did he give this to you? And I was like, no, but the man I'm gonna marry did and he's like all smiles that's cute (laughs) jeff was like let's see the math on this he's also you're 47 (laughs) gonna be 48 soon he's seven so in 10 years you'll be 57 (laughs) and he'll be 17 i was like jeff (laughs) (laughs) it was funny it was so adorable i was like oh it just makes me feel good that you know he just loves me He's That's so cute. cute. Yeah. He, he, Monday I saw him and he was like, I just want to give her a hug. And Jeff was like, just make it fast. <laughs> so he gives me a hug and he's like, I like the way you smell. I was like, that's such a great compliment. Oh yeah. I saw your <laughs> Facebook post. I saw the original one I was tagged in and then the deletion and reposting of the. Yeah. I made it a lot post. simpler. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see that. Yeah. It okay, was fun. So. That's adorable. Let's play some red flags versus deal breakers. Okie dokie. Let's hope that these questions are a little more spicy than last time. Yeah. Because last times were a little... Okay, that's one to start with. (laughs) (laughs) Ask and you shall receive. Okay. Um, Won't take their shirt off during sex. Wait, hold on just a second. What? Won't take their shirt off during sex. Deal breaker. Deal breaker? Yeah. If they refuse? I don't know. It says won't. Yeah. That would be weird. I mean, not that you have to get completely naked every time you have sex, but if you won't do it. (laughs) That's true. First of all, what are you hiding under the shirt? Exactly. That you don't want me to see. Exactly. I'm going to go with at least red flag. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything out loud. <laughs> um, only washes their sheets twice a year. No. Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> twice a month is kind of pushing it, but that's every other week. I can see that, but... Oh my Twice gosh. a year. Let no. me tell you something. And if you're not going to d- dismantle the whole bed, at least wash your pillowcases once a week. Yeah. No, seriously. And 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 if you d- if you sleep on a mattress without sheets on it, you're some sort of psychopath that I don't want to have anything to do with. What, have you seen this? Yes. Actually, you know what? I did um I did have a short course of a relationship with a boy who one time I walked in and there weren't any sheets on the bed. Was, was it? Like, was he a musician? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? It seems to be some sort of trend with musicians. I don't know why. But dude, just make your bed. Right. And and, and wash your sheets. That's Once it. a week, maybe every other week. Yeah. You, you don't have... You, either like, way. I, twice yeah. a year, out. <laughs> twice a year. It's terrible. That's who. Uh, no, can't. Yeah, I can't even. Twice can't a year. Even think about what kind of yeah. buildup is happening Get on the out of here. Twice a year. Good grief. No. Um. You should probably be replacing your sheets twice a year, at least once a year. 
Yeah. Well, no. I mean, as long as you're keeping your sheets clean, you can keep them till you can't keep them anymore. Okay. Because sheets are expensive. No, they're not. Target sells very affordable cotton sheets. Now, if you want bougie sheets, okay. Yeah. I like a high thread count. Amazon sells them. Okay. Okay. Blacks out every time they drink. Ooh. We were just kind of having this discussion. Yeah, that's deal a breaker. deal breaker. Yeah, for sure. Every single time. Yeah. Can't do it. No. Won't do it. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you put it out there into the world. I mean, I re- and the world has, <laughs> has gotten me back because this one is, has never masturbated before. Hmm. That would be a red flag. I don't really have an opinion on that. So much as it's just a weird thing to have admitted. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't really care. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the conversation where you would be sitting and he'd just be like, yeah, I've never done that before. Well, I think it happens. You could be watching a TV show or listening to a song or a podcast or something and somebody's talking about masturbation like we are right now and then the person goes I've never masturbated before and you'd be like what the heck really I think that would be my response would be really Mm -hmm. I mean we we joke at work with the guys that they've been training for this their whole lives (laughs) so then to hear somebody tell me like that's never happened I'd be like huh yeah that would be a serious red flag. I would, because there's got to be some massive repression going on if you haven't masturbated at least once. I mean, I have seen um, some wild things happen because people won't have sex outside of marriage. So yeah, I can only imagine. Okay. Tells their mother details about their sex life. Listen, I don't want to tell you details about mine, and so I don't really want my partner to be telling his mom details about ours. True. True. Yes, you're absolutely right. That, that I would, don't know if it's a deal breaker. For, can it be stopped? Can you stop doing that? Or is this going to be something? Look, here's the thing, and I've seen it in other relationships. Uh-huh. Stop involving your parents in your relationship. That's a big one. Yeah, don't involve your parents in your relationship. Cut it out. Yeah. Don't do it. And there are people who listen to this podcast that I am talking directly to you. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but having been in a relationship with someone who was. Who told their mom everything? Well, who was. Um, uh, what do I want? How do I want to phrase this? Almost weirdly close to his mom. And she had, she didn't like me. I was never going to win that battle. Um, that was one of the first questions I asked the next person that I ended up dating was, what's your relationship like with your mom? Because if you're too close to your mom, which that would, to me, be too close, I would be like, oh, okay, no. Mm-mm. No, I'm going down a different road. No, look, yeah. you and I are super close. There are just some things that we're not going to yeah. talk about. <laughs> yeah, and you're absolutely right. Not your mom... Uh, and dad, parents should not be involved in your relationship in in a way that goes, you know, like too much. Yeah. You know, like I remember one time I was in a relationship and I was 
really complaining about the person I was in a relationship with. And my, my mom was like, what are you doing? If you're, if you're complaining this much about it, say something to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're not the person I should be saying this to. Because number one, all that person is hearing is the bad. They're not hearing all the good. And so you, you should just should not involve your parents that much in your relationship. No. And yeah. I just had this conversation with my dad who was like the worst thing that's that the worst thing parents can do for their newly in a relationship or newly married was what he was talking about. Kids is start to make them choose between them and their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's. That's it. But, and I know that you guys have both learned that from Mm -hmm. your relationship. And so it makes me very happy that at least I don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Yeah. Amongst all my other problems. Well, and then, and I think that we both go out of our way to make it so that, especially things that are stressful, like holidays and stuff, that we try to make it as easy as possible for everyone involved to to be able to have their time with their families the way that they want to have their time with their families. Yeah, because I yeah. get it. Like everybody's family wants to see them, but at some point you have to say, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I need you to not make this harder on me than right. it already is. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Still talks to their ex's parents. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deal breaker for me. I don't care how close you were. You're not together anymore. You're not part of their life anymore. Right. That needs to be a clean break. That doesn't, that doesn't, it doesn't do anybody any good. I have a, I have direct experience with Uh this. It made it very hard for his mom to, at a certain point you become part of that family, that family. So Mm -hmm. when you're not part of that family anymore, when you continue to talk to the exception here would be if you have children together. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but like it makes it hard for everybody to heal from that breakup when mm-hmm. you won't stop talking to their parents. Right. Well, and and I I wonder how deep how deep is the, is the talking? Are you talking every day about everyday things? Like are you calling his parent or her I don't parent think you or be whatever talking on the phone to anybody's parent? Right. Exactly. Like like how deep is this or like so with Ryan I've remained friends with his family mom dad sister uncles cousins and stuff um on Facebook that should be a red flag and a deal breaker for any future endeavors for my mom (laughs) um but it's not you know it's not like real deep I did have a a big conversation with Taylor the other day who was having a hard time She, she was you know, wanting some life advice. And she turns to me as someone who's had some life experience that she wants to, to delve in on. And Ryan's parents were affected by a tornado. And I was just like, Hey, I want you to know, you know, I'm thinking about y'all. I hope everything goes okay. But like, basically that's about it. We, it's not, I don't, I don't feel like I've, I've got a relationship, but it's not like uh, a very involved one, you know? So I think it depends on the relationship because I have had a relationship that ended in part because his mom was still heavily involved with his ex-girlfriend and he ended up marrying her but like but that's what the mom wanted 
And they never, they stayed very close. Like she moved that girl into his old bedroom when he was living with me. And that's like an unhealthy. <laughs> that's real. That's real bad. But also like, um, I don't, um, I don't think we're going to see eye to eye on this. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We don't have to. No, I know. Yeah. I just think that it's, it's weird unless you have children with the, who you're with, then you're obviously going to be involved at some point or have to talk to at least the parents maybe the some of the extended family Mm -hmm. I can see all of that happening because I have seen all of that happen and Mm -hmm. that wasn't weird for me but maybe was weird for my other parent Mm -hmm. but like I don't know oh yeah oh yeah because I've stayed friends with Cheryl and 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 Eric I mean I wasn't gonna (laughs) use all the direct examples but (laughs) I just yeah and I and, and so I guess I didn't see anything wrong with that, but yeah. also it, because we're your kids, yeah. You like that was a little bit more ingrained of a family situation. Yeah. If you still talk to one of my ex boyfriends all the time, I would lose my shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I'd be like, stop it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if and I had developed friendships with you know Ryan's family, kind of outside of Ryan. If you know Ryan, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, so, but it's not like we're best friends. It's not like you know. It's not like they're they're people that I would call into an emergency or something. But oh, no, yeah, the whole thing's weird. Okay. Okay. Last one. Okay. Um, still actively, still active on dating apps after your fifth date. I think that's conversation that you need to have. I don't think that's a red flag or a deal breaker unless you've had the conversation. If you've had a conversation about getting off of dating apps. I also think it depends on how serious it's been for those five dates. Right. Have you just been having fun for five dates? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was in this living room when a guy told me, "Uh, okay, I deleted the app. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Because I had not. Because you weren't there. I, and I didn't think we were there. Mm-hmm. And so when he was like, I, de- I deleted the app, I was like, um, I mean, I guess we were at a certain stage because you've been in my apartment and mm-hmm. I don't just let anybody in here. Right. But I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I felt bad about that conversation for like three days because I just didn't react the way I think he thought I was going to react and I never deleted the apps the whole time (laughs) I did deactivate the notifications so I wasn't right getting them but Mm -hmm. I didn't think that we ever made it to a point where I was like okay you're gonna be the only I mean I I guess I didn't look at it but I still Mm -hmm. couldn't bring myself to be like well this is the only thing I'm gonna be invested in yeah and five dates is still fairly early on yeah that's what I'm saying what have we been doing for five dates Mm -hmm. is it I mean even if you went once a week for five weeks that's still only five weeks of a relationship so I have milk that has a longer shelf life than that so like (laughs) um Uh, Yeah. No, I think it depends. And I think you're right. It depends on where that's going. Now, there Mm -hmm. are some people who will go on like two or three dates and they're like, this is the person I'm going to be with forever. Here it is. Lock me in. Mm -hmm. And I think that you are crazy, but more power to you. Yeah. But yeah, I'm also not 
a hopeless romantic. <laughs> <laughs> like some people we know. So, okay, that was fun. <laughs> that was really fun. These are getting, I should, next week, don't let me say anything <laughs> about the cards. <laughs> the universe is listening. I mean, me. honestly, I wasn't, whoo, boy. Let me tell you something. You want to know your mom real well? Play Red Flags versus Deal Breakers. <laughs> I, I bet that there are some people who couldn't do this, who couldn't do Red Flags versus Deal Breakers with their moms. And and there are some stuff I hold back from saying because it is you. Right. It, yeah, and I'm sure that you do the same with me. But yeah, I hope if that... If any of my friends want to come over and play. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just... No. 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 <laughs> Don't put that out into the universe. I know. You're gonna Look get at what messages. I did. Look at what I did. <laughs> So, but I think it's a lot of fun. And I have said before that this is the segment where I'm learning the most about you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a lot of fun. I'm having fun with it. It is fun. Yeah. We're going to run out of cards eventually. We have to actually have submissions of like what you want us to. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. What do you want us to go over? Yep. (laughs) So our Fort Worth famous topic for this week is mostly local music updates. Right. Because we're still kind of not really getting out into the world very much. Um, we are going to start having guests. I'm I'm booking our next, our first guest. Well, not our first guest because Jeffrey Lord was our first guest. Right. Um, but I'm booking guests starting with our next episode. Yeah. And I'm so excited. Yeah. Because tomorrow starts Pride Month. Yes. And that is a big deal. Yes. Especially in the South. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about some other things. But I'm so excited to have guests because it means that it won't just be us talking. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a whole new show. Right. <laughs> show number 12. <laughs> the one that we promised that we would make it to is... It's going to be a whole new show, and it should be a whole lot of fun. I think it's going to be really fun, mm-hmm. and I'm excited for who we've talked about to come on to the show in the next little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for people to see the treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> it will. It's such a cute little treehouse. It's going to be so much fun. We'll have to bring, like, snacks and drinks and stuff. No, I was thinking, like, well, yeah. I'm going to have to, like, cater. Yeah. Cater Sundays yeah. now because. Little, a little. little <laughs> charcuterie board. Yeah, charcuterie board. <laughs> little crudite. Before the show, right? Maybe a glass of wine, um, <laughs> especially it, for the next guest. When you go like on model, when models go on like photo shoots and they have like this the food for them, that's oh. what it's gonna be when you come oh, the over. Craft, craft services yeah. table. <laughs> I was I'm like an cra- open call. I'm gonna have craft, craft services. It's <laughs> gonna be awesome. <laughs> so we are very excited about it. We're super um, stoked to delve into Pride Month and what's happening around Fort Worth um, for Pride. The one thing that we can do between now and then is really look for the businesses that are supportive of the LGBT community, um, LGBT run businesses as well, um, and just make sure that we're supporting everyone as best we possibly can and making sure that we are safe havens for people, that yeah. we are the allies that they need and that we are supporting them the way that the way that's the best. Um Tony Diaz has been running the Pride stuff a lot in Fort Worth, and he's a neighbor of mine in Meadowbrook. Hmm. Um, And so hopefully he'll be reaching out too and letting us know what's going on and if there's anything that we can help with that we could volunteer for. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. And um, 
Music Minute. Music Which we haven't done in a while. Because there hasn't really been much. Number one, um, me Motor Scooter posted these uh, photographs of them cross-dressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so intrigued. Me too. I want to find out what that's all about. I need to I need to know what it's about. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see more and more of the bands that we support um, going back to what they love to do. Yes. And being more um, being more active in what they are doing. And um uh before I guess we dive into that, should we talk about a band that we love that is not going to be active for a little bit? Well, yeah, that was that is actually a really good segue because we're loving seeing seeing what everybody's doing mm-hmm. and how they're kind of slowly figuring things out. Um but one band that we love, we talk about often, Josh and the Jet Noise. It's going on a hiatus. Hiatus. Josh needs a break. He's got some things going on. Um, and I guess he alluded to it in his last um, noise, the hangar. noise from the hangar um, that that might be the last time people were seeing him play live for a little while. But he's just got some some stuff he needs to do. So the the noise part of the Josh <laughs> and the Jet Noise are doing some things. Matt's got some solo stuff that he's working on and Chris is helping him with it. Yeah. So... That should be good. And we were all so blown away when um, Josh was sick and he was up there playing guitar and Matt was doing all the singing. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was... I I think it'll be super fun to hear um, the side side project that comes out of Josh and the Jet Noise. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Sad they won't be playing for a little bit, but that'll just make when they do play again even better. Yep. For sure. And another good friend of ours has a side project happening. Jeffrey yes. Chase Friedman has launched a project called Uncle, Uncle Toasty, Toasty. <laughs> which um, he sent us a couple songs to listen to, and it is fantastic. So good. He has posted a little snippet, uh, a video on uh-huh. Facebook, I think I saw it, or Instagram. I think I saw it on Instagram. Um, I'm sure it's available both places. Um and he's doing it's it's a solo project, so he's doing it all: drums, guitar, um, singing, it's everything. It's, it's it's so much fun. Very good. Yeah, and he is going into the um, studio in the next couple weeks. Redhorn, well, not into Redhorn Studio because the studio is not ready yet. But they will be recording. Um, he's recording with Redhorn Studios, but at Cloudland. Uh-huh. So Joe and Rebecca are going to be recording uh chase and his new project Uncle i'm Toasty. so excited i'm very excited from about what it i've too. heard so far it's gonna be really cool uh-huh. and really good yeah. and it is um it is a la 1970s punk rock it's really i like that description yeah it's very good yeah it's a little bit um different it's a little mm-hmm. different from what i'm used to yeah it's not as polished as a, a lot of the stuff we typically hear from him yeah and it's really fun to hear it's, i love it i'm I love obsessed it too. with it i think it's gonna be great <laughs> i think everybody's gonna love it yeah and i'm super proud of you chase yeah so. i had i had no clue i am a huge fan of chase friedman anybody who knows me knows that I love him like he's my own kid. <laughs> and so, um, but I did not know that he had 
this all in him. And, you know, like I've seen him like teaching himself how to play the bagpipes and do all these other things. And I know he's a man of many talents, but to see him singing and playing guitar and doing all this stuff, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, yeah, you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, all um, under Uncle Toasty. And um, if you're friends with Chase on Facebook, you'll you'll see it everywhere. Um, Jeffrey Chase Friedman, he's really kind of good at marketing himself and mm-hmm. Me Motor Scooter. Um, so seeing what he's doing with Uncle Toasty is kind of fun too. It's, yeah, it's a good time, and I'm very excited. He said that um, you know the EP and stuff would be released when we can have a good show in Fort Worth safely. Oh, so exciting! <laughs> I wondered if he was going to do that. Yeah. So I he, haven't had a chance to ask him about it yet. Yeah. But that's um, going to be so fun. Yeah, I agree. And I'm super happy that as things have been kind of shut down and on hiatus, that he has found uh, that he still wants to create. It hasn't shut him down at all. And it's really pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So super excited for the new projects that are coming out of the music scene. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of wraps up the show, right? Um, Let me see. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look for a super special episode to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yep. And then um, two weeks from today, we're going to have a guest on the show. Yay! Yay! Until next time. Love you, mean it. Bye.